The following is a Logan Agency production. The following contains adult content and situations. Listener discretion advised. Coming up on this episode of Fickle Morals. Like, I didn't listen to this beautiful bitch who told me not to do drugs, and now I'm going to be a fucking fried egg, you know? Like, I'm dead. Like, this is my life. I'm, I'm over. I'm, my life is over. We share all that info you think you know, and we made it a show. Fickle Morals with Sync Beasting. lifestyle growing up with weed like was it taboo or was it just like cool i grew up with a very liberal pothead so somebody that definitely dabbled in the herbal arts um over the years so and dabbed on that weed too yep so my my dad always taught me as long as you keep it within moderation and it never causes you to cause harm to anyone else, then do whatever the fuck you want. So my dad was always super open and that's how I was raised. I don't view marijuana as an illegal drug. I view it as like an additive to life. Like it enhances certain things it improves mindsets there are limitations there's a time and place for everything you need to have an open mind about certain things and don't let what people tell you affect you from something if you haven't actually experienced it yourself yeah. See, for me, it was the complete opposite. I was, it was the opposite. Obviously, like, like here's the thing about my parents. They're, they're cool, you know, they grew up with a Hispanic background, but at the same time, but they were still like, I hate using this word, like, Americanized. I, I hate using that word, but it's more like, you know, they're, they're actually, they're Spanglish. So they had, they had a mix of both lifestyles. So obviously with weed in, in the house or weed at all, it was bad. Drugs were bad. Anything, even weed was a drug. Anything in that caliber was bad. You can't have that. You don't want that. You know, my, my dad has a has a history of a, of, a, of a little brother, you know, great guy, went to college, but he fucked up doing drugs. I don't, I don't think it was weed, but I know for sure it was other shit. And long story short, he's always had like a bad negative view on, on weed. Probably now he doesn't give a shit because knowing that he's just got me and you know, I'm old enough to do whatever I want. But for the longest time, hey, shut up. <laughs> for the longest time, I think they're honking because they agree that, you know, they love weed and all that. So good for you guys, good for you guys. It's because weed is legal in California. Um, and we know how to party, so that's cool. But no, for sure, it was always taboo. It was, it was bad, you don't want that. And um, what was the other thing? Uh, yeah, it just it was just weed was always bad, you know, in, in the household. And I grew up with not just weed, but I grew up with uh, knowing that 
eventually, like, even in high school and all that stuff, it's, it's funny because, like, 2000, 2002, a year after the, the 2001 Dr. Dre album came out, it was probably my first rap album, and I was like, oh, this is great. I love rap. I want to, you know, I want to know more about rap. And my dad actually got me tickets to the Up and Smoke tour, which was funny. You know, he's a cool dad. He's a rock and roll guy. He loves, he loves, you know, 70s rock, 80s rock. And so he ended up taking me to to see, um, you know, it was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube coming down, a literal, literal Ice Cube. Fucking Eminem when he had his second album and he was still raunchy as fuck, you know? Like, don't get me wrong, Eminem is still great. He was fantastic, but something about old Eminem, man, you know, just being this raw, you know, form. Oh, man, it was great. Just just seeing, you know, having inflatable middle fingers to the crowd. And we had Warren G, too, as well. It was, it was really good. And Exhibit, before he started his uh, Pimp My Ride, I mean, it, dude, it was a fucking awesome... It was, a, it was one of the best concerts ever, and it was cool, you know? I got to go with my dad, and it's cool that my dad was with me. So... My dad with drugs is always, you know, strict saying like drugs are bad, weed is drugs, don't do it. But yet he would show me Cheech and Chong movies growing up. It's it's weird. Like we have like I guess he, he says it's funny if it's for comedic reasons, but I guess for me to use it it's bad. So here I am at this fucking concert, man, and right in front of us you got like these five dudes passing this giant ass fucking weed. It literally is Cheech and Chong giant ass rolled up weed and they actually offered me and my dad some and I'm like, Oh no, I'm cool, thank you though. So you got like twenty thousand people in that crowd it was at the anaheim at the time it was anaheim arrowhead pond i think uh where the mighty ducks play basically it's like the honda center now yeah, yeah. so back then it was all arrowhead and you know that was the main sponsor for that and the and the funny thing about it was you know second we, we my dad and i got high we got high from twenty thousand people secondhand high it's a real thing so it was just great like you know we had a hotel out there we went to del taco we were trying to go to sleep, but we were so hungry, we ended up going back to Del Taco again. <laughs> so I think that was probably my first weed experience. I never fucked with it. So like in high school, I did party, I did drink, but I never touched weed. Like weed, I wasn't like scared of it, but it was just like, I just don't want to do it. Like, you know, something about smoking, you're putting any type of smoke in your lungs was like, oh no, I don't want to do it. You know, parents, you know, my mom's got asthma. I don't want to do it. Maybe I'll, I'll fucking die or whatever. And and I was clever about beer. I used to get wasted, managed to come back home. Maybe one time they kind of figured like, oh yeah, you're drinking, you're drinking or whatever. But with smoking and all that, I, I didn't want to trip. So probably didn't, like I got nothing against weed. I think it's great, especially what, what taxes does for it. And then, you know, there's so much health benefits that even my mom might be considered weed because of her hip pain and all that. So it's obviously a different perspective, different now, but we did grow up as a taboo, but I love that um, I do have a great story. And the reason why, like, it's cool, I know you tried it, I know you've done it, and obviously we can talk about it because it's legal, it's not criminal activity, it's only, I guess, against the law if you go out and about, all right? So it's a household recreational activity. So I can legitimately say I have never smoked weed. I have had second high, but I've never smoked weed. But I have ate it though, and it's the worst experience you could ever do as a first timer. My friend always makes fun of me all the time about this, but it was this college. I had a friend who always, you know, talked about it and everything. He's this really cool Cambodian dude who's, uh, and he's always talked about, you know, weed, like, oh, it's great, you know, this and this and that. Like, I've heard, well, some people freak out and some people do this. And like, well, if you get too high, yes, you will freak out and this and that. So I guess like his perspective, or I guess his tolerance for it was a lot different than mine. So I told him like, hey man, do you think you can get like a, like a lollipop from that dispensary place you talked out? You know, and this was back in maybe 2011, tw no, yeah, 2011, 2012. Yeah, I would say it's probably around that range. Uh, I would say 2010, 2011. So he's, uh, so he's getting that lollipop 
and uh, I was like, hey man, I just I just want the lollipop, you know, something simple, something I can you know taste for flavor. I don't I don't I don't want anything too crazy, you know. I was simple, I was scared, and and even from this day, I don't know if I'll if I'll ever smoke it, but if I do, at least I know that I can do it in a safe spot at home with someone watching over me. So my friend loves the story. Oh fuck. So anyway. He goes to the dispensary. I'm, I'm waiting in his car, you know, all nervous, like, oh my god, like I'm living that college life, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try some weed. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, see colors or you know, just that stupid, stereotypical funkadelic bullshit that everyone, I guess, supposedly people like me, non-smokers, assume that we're gonna experience, that we're gonna fucking trip balls, and it's not like that. So he didn't bring back a lollipop. And I told him, like, well, you know what? You can bring back a brownie. That can work. I like brownies. They're delicious. And they didn't have that either. So I'm like, great. So he did manage to get something. Um, it was wrapped up in tinfoil. And, you know, he's about to open. He, he slowly creeps it in front of me. And he says, okay, like, hey, man, I didn't, I didn't get you the brownie. I didn't get you lollipop. But I got you something that's just as good. So I'm thinking, like, oh, shit. Okay. What is it, you know? So he, he unwraps the tinfoil. And sure enough, it's a it's a fucking Rice Krispie, you know, small little square. I want to say it's maybe uh, maybe five by five inches. You know, it's it's just the simple Rice Krispie. And I'm thinking like, oh, this this is this is it. Like that's not gonna do anything. Um, sure enough, you know, he, he put my face to it. You know, so hey, take a sniff. I'm like, cool. You know, to you know, took one deep breath. It, it wasn't it wasn't like, you know, simple little sniff. No, no, I, I took a deep breath, thinking this was gonna be like something from you know something scented beautifully like uh like air freshener in your car and uh <laughs> turns out um edibles smell like shit i i know we talked about shit earlier in the last episode but no this was like like a rice crispy with fecal fucking matter or something it, it smelled like shit I was a little concerned. I'm just like, I thought weed was supposed to smell good. I thought it was supposed to smell like whatever they call those, like, I, I call them candy flavor cigarettes. I don't know why. That's always been me and my and my terminology for smokes and all that. But I thought it was going to taste sweet. I thought weed was supposed to taste like, I don't know, a low or whatever. I mean, you got a fucking weed logo that looks like a low. You think it's going to smell refreshing, but no, it just straight out smells like shit. I'm like, well, why does it smell like that? And he's like, oh, that's fine. It's normal. That's, that's how real weed is. Or I assume, I guess, back then that was fucking dank weed. I was naive i was ignorant i was excited and i was just like whatever let's do it so you know i go home and you know i had a studio apartment lived alone and he tells me so he advises me i'm, I'm gonna take a little quick sip hold up so it's gonna we get in there we get in there it's, it's a it's a pretty good story hold on <sighs> gotta make sure this uh gotta hydrate because uh because weed will uh will fuck you up so okay so i get home Oh dang, looks like he's carrying weed in the in the truck. <laughs> so I get home and he tells me like, okay man, if you're gonna do this, you know, I highly advise you that you only take half. Do not eat more than half, put the rest in your fridge or whatever, just don't eat more than half and I'll check up on you. What am I supposed to experience? What's gonna happen? He's like, no, nothing. You probably won't feel anything. Obviously you just eat a little bit and 
that's it. You know, it, it's just, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel relaxed. I'm like, perfect. I love to relax. I want to feel good. So, you know, he, he heads out. So here I am, you know, I got my Xbox in my studio apartment and, you know, I got my iPhone 4 GS at the time. It was fucking, it was the coolest thing ever. Now I got the A plus, which I'm loving more. But anyway, I got the, you know, I got my iPhone, got my Xbox. I'm playing Left 4 Dead, which if you guys don't know what it is, it's a very popular zombie game that was on consoles and PCs. So here I'm just, just chilling out. I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I want to try this. Let's do it. So we get half of the Rice Krispie. And like I said, it's like five inches by five inches. It's not a big Rice Krispie treat. So I go, I get, I cut half of it, like you said. And, um, you know, and ate it. And, you know, it was one of the worst experience because obviously I've never smoked weed. And the fact that it's an edible, it tasted like shit. It smelled like shit. It was bad enough that it tasted like shit. So here I am munching it. And, you know, it's like, dude, this is not the Rice Krispies that I know and love. You know, this is not Snap, Crackle, Pop. This is Kaka, Kaka, and fucking Kaka. This is bullshit. So I'm here, I'm eating it. I'm like, this, this shit better be worth it. So I'm eating, you know, I ate the half of it, whatever. I spent maybe about like an hour or two just chilling, playing games, and all of a sudden, you know, I like I said, I assumed in my eyes as a stereotype, thinking like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to see Funkadelic colors. I'm supposed to see, you know, I don't know, the world of Austin Powers, I guess. And it turns out that it's not like that at all. I think after, I wouldn't say it's a good hour, I'm playing the zombies that come chasing you in the game, they get louder for some reason. I have these gaming headsets. It's already loud, but they get louder, but I'm not freaking out. I'm not scared. I'm just like, whoa, like this feels too real. So here I am with my double pistols wheeling the shit out of these like zombies, just like blasting on them. And I've just felt like, man, I'm getting more powerful. Like, holy shit, like things start to feel a little bit slow. So I'm like, whoa, okay, this is pretty awesome. Every, oh my God, this is the greatest feeling ever. And I'm like, whoa, what else can I do? And uh, I'm having a great time playing games and, and then all of a sudden, you know, I grab my iPhone and for all you youngsters or anybody who's never owned an iPhone 4S, you got to understand this is a small ass iPhone. The keyboard was ridiculously small and is still one of the smallest shit ever. Typing on that keyboard was was really tough with the type of thumbs that I have. I have these fucking Brontosaurus thumbs, okay? I'm typing, I'm typing on the iPhone 4S and I started tripping out because like the keyboard starts lighting up a bit or like extends like a 3D menu. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like I didn't know I had this feature in the iPhone. So I'm, I'm over here excited that holy shit, I think I'm getting high. This is great. But then after a while, like, all that stuff goes away, I'm mellowed out and that's it. So I told the guy like, hey man, nothing really happened. Like nothing's going on. So then he says, oh no dude, let's, you know, it's great. Maybe you're tolerating like really good. Maybe you should just eat the other half. I'm like, yeah. Thinking about it, I was like, yeah, you know, it's already been an hour or so, whatever, fuck it. So I eat the other half. And uh, so here's one thing before we get in, into it deeper. So I guess there's a big difference between edibles and smoking. So apparently smoking was the best way to go because it's just, you know, obviously hits your lungs and, you know, depends on the THC and all. Like, I, I kind of learned more about that stuff now, obviously. But back then, I didn't know shit. I just thought, oh, you know, you're eating it. It's fine. You're just going to poop the weed out. And it turns out that that's not necessarily true. So I know in the last episode, we talked about pooping. And here's the thing. So when you eat anything, obviously the nutrients gets absorbed in your blood stream and all that stuff same goes with edibles so in this case i guess uh is a thc that makes you high right yeah okay yeah. so it's thc that goes into my bloodstream and i didn't know that at the time it crept up on me so i ate the whole rice crispy tasted like shit i was so mad i didn't have any chocolate covery sprinkles or something but either way it didn't matter because you can put like a fucking layer of chocolate syrup and it's still gonna taste like shit i think maybe about another hour or so 
my kidneys start to feel like it's burning and I'm just like, oh, well, like, am I growing wings or what the fuck is this? I didn't have a Red Bull. Like, there's something happening here. And I'm starting to, like, sweat a little bit. I can hear my my heartbeat harder than that, than that, uh... Rancho guy driving in his little <laughs> car. So anyway, I start hearing my I start hearing my heart. I can hear my like my hair moving around, and everything just got like so. It, everything starts to fade like crazy, and I'm just like, oh wait a minute, this is this is not right. Like what the hell? Did, was this the tainted rice crispy? Can you get bad rice crispy? Like whoa! And so I remember calling my friend like, hey man, uh, I'm not feeling so good. I think. I think I think I got food poisoning, or I don't know. Like this rice krispie, it, it's it's not it's not great. And he's like, oh shit. So he's like, hey man, you gotta relax or something like that. And he didn't come over here. He actually ended up picking me up, and I was like, dude, I need to go to the hospital or something. I'm freaking out. <laughs> and uh, it was so bad that like he was worried because I guess uh, even that day uh, before the rice krispies, we actually went to Little Tokyo and I had um, I had ramen, very delicious ramen. So you know it was a good day, and it just like everything fell to shit when I ate that rice krispie. So it got worse when. And, uh, so I told him like, hey man, you gotta come get me. Like, I'm, I, I don't know, like my kidneys hurt and my back hurts, like it, it's not right. Like, and it's bad enough that I already had a history of like stomach problems and all that stuff too. So that when this was occurring, I'm like, oh my God, like this thing is, is poisoning me. I'm fucking dying. I'm gonna die. This is the day I'm gonna die. I, I, I wouldn't know what it means to, uh, I wouldn't even know any new game releases. I wouldn't even know any new podcasts or anything in my life. I, man, I wouldn't have been able to see Inception probably at the time because I was going to die. This is it. I'm not going to know happiness. I was never going to have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm dead. I'm going to die. This is the day I died. He picks me up and then he had a, another friend of mine that also went with me too. So we go to the hospital and... So it's hard because it feels like an old-timey, grainy movie because I guess I was tripping out so fucking hard that I'm just like tucking myself in like a fetal position and and we're at the hospital and we get there and I hated it because it wasn't really the experience of being high that really didn't help. It was mostly the, the doctors and the nurses involved. So my friend made up a lie, you know, God bless him. He's he's telling doctors like, hey man, I think he got food poison. He's, he's not feeling too good, this and that. So we get by really quick and all this stuff. And it comes to the point where like, you know, they're like looking at us and like, yeah, this isn't food poison, what's really happening? So he's just like, fuck. So he's just like, you listen, my friend, you know, he ate something that had weed in it and it's making him sick or it's making him not feel so good. So so right away, I guess they, they knew what was going on and I guess they just went to calm me down, but it didn't help that these nurses and doctors, I don't know if it's just the Los Angeles County type nurses, but either way, they're treating me like shit over here. So it's bad enough I'm freaking out i think my kidneys are on fire i'm gonna pretty much die and meet the grin reaper but no i get the worst thing is like these nurses and these doctors telling me like do you want to go to jail do you want to go to prison like this is what people who do drugs do like they're gonna go to prison you're gonna you're gonna fucking go in you're never gonna have the same life that you i'm just like dude i'm freaking out and you're over here fucking acting like my school counselor or something like what the fuck is wrong with you you went you're like dude doctor like help me help me motherfucker you're just fucking telling me like you're gonna go to prison like great so i'm gonna fucking die in prison with my burning kidneys and i'm just gonna piss probably red color piss now like fuck this is bullshit i'm gonna fucking die and <laughs> so it's bad enough that i'm high as fuck this is my first time ever associating anything with marijuana and i had to eat it like an idiot and i'm high as fuck i'm high as a fucking kite i'm gonna fucking die 
and I got doctors and all these medical professionals telling me that you're gonna go to prison, we're gonna call the cops. I'm like, great, well, here I go, I'm gonna die. Like, But I guess in the end, they just said like, you're so fucking stupid, you're stupid, you're really stupid, do you know that for doing something like this? I'm just like, okay, thank you. Like, can you just, you know, help me out here? So I guess, uh, I don't know what, what kind of pills they gave me. I guess they were something to kind of like lower the adrenaline, probably antidepressants. I don't know what they were, but they just told my friend like, listen, he's gonna take this, blah, blah, blah. And then it's bad enough that like, during that process, um, I don't know if I called my parents or if my friend called my parents for me. So the fact that you got my parents, I'm the only child here. And the fact that they're going to find out like, you know, they're doing like a, a two and a half hour drive to come over here and find out like, hey, guess what? Your son got high like a fucking guy, like great. Like I'm fucking dead, dude. I'm never like my college like that. I, I, I pretty much pictured every fucking infomercial in the world, like especially um, Rachel Lee Cook, who says like, you know, she's cooking that egg on the pan. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your family. This is blah. like I'm, I'm picturing every fucking thing. And I look back like, why didn't I listen to her? Like, I didn't listen to this beautiful bitch who told me not to do drugs. And now I'm going to be a fucking frying egg. You know, like I'm dead. Like, this is my life. I'm, I'm over. I'm, my life is over. So on the way home, I think the high is like slowly going away. Felt good knowing like, okay, I'm not gonna die. I guess that's what happens when you're really fucking high. I didn't go to prison, thank goodness. The doctor just said like, get, you and your friends get out of here. Like, I don't want you guys here. So I'm like, cool, I'm not going to prison. So, you know, not serving some time. But funny thing is, you know what? Prison wouldn't be a bad idea because you get a free meal, free rent and all that. Cause I mean, the real life kind of sucks, man. You gotta pay for everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, in prison, they probably like, yeah, you would have you had all this good shit. So anyway, that's besides the point. Going home. On the way, I didn't feel any. I didn't feel really like better. I had to puke, so I puked out. All the ramen came out. My friends and I are laughing because I'm just like, "Hey, look! You could tell I had ramen because I had the little um, the little ramen stick, you know." And they're like, they they couldn't tell if it was just me or if I was just high because I guess technically I go hand to hand with that. So I get home and I'm burned out. Parents come in and. Uh, uh, you know, my friend just told him like, hey, you know, we're so sorry. Uh, we don't know what happened. It's just he got he took this marijuana thing and that's it. You know, we're sorry. And, you know, my parents were like, oh, it's cool. It's cool. So I thought like, oh, man, you know, the next day I'm waking up. Um, I don't feel I, I felt like not really hungover, but I felt like gravity had increased 10 times. I felt really sluggish and slow, and I don't know if it was an anxiety attack that I had or something, but I'm assuming that's what it is. But like I was drained. I was so slow, it felt like I had an additional 300 pounds on my shoulders and my legs and everything, and I just I just wasn't the same. So here's my parents, you know, they take me to eat, whatever, and you know, even though I don't have an appetite, ironically, when you're, you know, when you're having the munchies, you know, you're supposed to get that, but nope, I didn't get any of that. I was just, I was just like, I'm done with life. You know, my parents didn't give me shit for it. They just talked to me, they're like, all right, well, you know you fucked up, right, you know? And they were happy because they, they, they figured it's gonna happen eventually. They're glad that it wasn't like when I had a job or whatever, that it was like, I'm off from school. So, it, you know, it worked out. And I, I think they pretty much knew like, yeah, you fucked up. Like, there's no way you're gonna fucked up more than this. And uh, yeah, so went back to school. I mean, everything was slow and I always felt like, oh, did that incident kind of ruin my life? Or did that incident give me awareness of anxiety attacks that I know what it means to like freak out and all that. So from this day, this is funny. I mean, this episode was supposed to be actually about like the the holidays. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but it ended up being a weed story. So whatever. I mean, it was Buzzy's first holiday. Yeah, there you go. It was a real good holiday. So I don't know if I'll ever smoke weed. I mean, I always felt like I should, or at least do um, 
the oils or I mean there's THC and then there's like cannabis there's all this terminology that like I, I know that that's something I need to go visit the, uh, a cannabis store honestly I just like the benefits that if you can make you sleep better and definitely make you eat again uh, who, who's to say that it doesn't help with your digestive system so that's also like I would say that's my last resort but yet from this day I don't think I legitimately yeah smoked weed I smoked cigarettes for sure that didn't last too long it was like three months and then took a running class and I said yeah I can't smoke anymore and that was it you know I think my my vices in life was always drinking and fast food like that's my poison right there it, it always was and I don't know if it ever will be again but for sure I, I do miss drinking now and then I'll tell you that uh but that's that's yeah that's my experience with weed so it's always weird when like i always love hearing stories and i'm used to the movies and and the taboo on it and it's crazy how i mean i like that it's legal now i like that it's not such a big deal and i like that the taxes in it is great it's great for businesses it's great for everything and obviously it's still against the law to be you know under the influence or to take it outside publicly same goes with alcohol but the best part is marijuana it's a plant for crying out loud it's a plant it makes sense that a plant should probably be way less dangerous or, or not even compared to what alcohol is which is a man-made elixir and all that stuff so um, yeah, that's my story. You know, Rice Krispies, I still eat them from this day on because, you know, they're gluten-free, which is awesome. You know, I, I'm not allergic to gluten, but it helps. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Rice Krispie, for the longest time, I couldn't eat it. Every time I saw it, I just immediately smell shit. Couldn't do it. Uh, will I ever do edibles again? Nope. But, <laughs> you know, and this is so funny because this episode was actually going to be about the holiday celebration because I'm actually excited that, you know, with the upcoming, you know, we're getting the triple treat here. We're getting Halloween. We're getting Thanksgiving and you're getting Christmas. So if you like getting high on Halloween, perfect, because you're going to get all the food you want in Thanksgiving and then you get all the the gifts of, of weed in, in, in Christmas. So it's the triple treat. I love it. But I will tell you this, guys, since we're already on the topic of weed. Um, well, let me tell you this, AJ. You ever had an edible? A few times. Do you prefer that or smoking it? If you were to ask me this five, six years ago, I would have said smoking it, but... I think now I would probably say edible just for the sheer fact of with kids, you can hide it easier. Um, ultimately, best thing to do is out of sight, out of mind, but ultimately with an edible, it's a little easier to basically put away than say paraphernalia instead of having your, your bongs, your pipes, um, your vapes lying around um, and for those questions to be asked as the kids get older edibles you know you can store it somewhere in most cases it's non perishable unless you're making something really fancy um, to me at 33 I would say edible all day long especially for the elongated high two of an edible um, <laughs> as compared so you can handle you have a good tolerance for getting high then your, yeah. ki your kidneys don't burn exactly oh, see, yeah, I, I wish much, I had that <laughs> much rather have an edible and uh, go to a different world for a couple hours as compared to you know lighting up a stogie and having it dissipate after an hour or two was it that I did it edible first? Like, is it, is it actually recommended to smoke first or does it even matter? Was it just moderation then? I, I, I would say everyone's high is kind of their, their own personal experience. And by that, I mean, ultimately it is what you make of it. And I just think that 
you just had a crazy amount, which kind of set a bad tone for the experience. So you just had an excessive amount of product and that in combination with the fact that you had never tripped before, just kind of <laughs> set a snowball effect off and you were just fucked oh, from the yeah. get go. So like, what do you, what do you experience when you're high? Like for me, I had the zombies getting loud. Everything was slowing down when I'm shooting, feeling like the matrix. I had a keyboard that became holographic and 3D. What it, what do you do when you get, or what do you experience when you get high? Cause I didn't get any of that stuff. And that was from half of the, of the first Rice Krispie Treat. So with me, it's been a learning curve though. So I've had times like yours where I've done too much and trip balls for like fucking a day, two days at a time. I've also had times where smoking weed, where I've smoked so much and taken so many bong hits that I actually vomited. <laughs> so <laughs> I've had a lot of bad experiences with weed, but the problem is that to me, like I have certain quirks where it minimizes those quirks um, I have certain things that I've experienced in life, like I have a fucked up hand due to a car accident and weed basically prevents me from having the nerve issues that come with what happened in that accident. It basically makes it where my hand stabilizes because um, I have a index finger on my right hand that looks like a question mark. It'll be that way till the day I die. But ultimately, when I'm not on weed, my hand shakes profusely and it's not only embarrassing, but it's also irritating, especially when you're trying to do something. So my experience with weed is that basically it stabilizes those nerves and I can do certain things and I can function as a normal human being without some of those embarrassing quirks, one. So, I mean, I smoke more than the average person not on a daily basis anymore, but a few times a week I definitely do. But that's not to say that those experiences haven't basically come from a long line of fucking up. So I've, I've done, you know, two to three brownies at a time. I've done gummy bears, I've done cookies, and been all Stephen Hawking out. <laughs> So I've, I've had these moments that I've learned from. And then I've also had experiences where I've done edibles and these edibles were made by a Vietnam vet. Um, oh my God. <laughs> that basically is like the OG edible maker. And I didn't know how heavy these things were till about like three hours later when you try to walk down a curb and you basically find yourself completely veering off and almost walking into a tree and thinking that nothing ultimately happened. <laughs> so, I mean, I had these experiences. Um, I've had times where I've just sat on the toilet and basically been unable to move for like five, six hours at a time. Oh, so I don't need to get high for that. I can, I just do that regularly. <laughs> like, I'll just be there thinking about my fiber intake and... And there wasn't like a ghost shit or a stealth yeah, shit or so. a fucking phantom shit. There wasn't anything involved. Mind you, I was fully fucking clothed, just sweating like I just run a marathon oh for like five, six hours, just sitting on the shitter fucking hanging out. Well, see, like, I wanted to have fun with weed, so if I want to really have fun, are you saying, like, edible has been, like, the better experience then? Yeah, I mean, there's been 
don't get me wrong, but what I just talked about, there's been some fucked up fucking times on edibles, but ultimately my experiences have been much more rewarding. Those good times have been a lot better than the good times that I have just off smoking alone because it's more of a body high if done correctly in the right dosage. As long as you're not a fucking idiot like me, edibles can lead to a good time. I just, I just want to feel good. Like, like... The days when I would drink, so I was, I always assumed like, oh yeah, if I kept drinking, I'll get that buzz feeling, but then yes, I'll get drunk. If I want that buzz feeling, like I just want to, you know, even though that's my name right there. I didn't get my name from that. Okay, there's a different history for that. So don't, don't fucking stereotype me, you fucking bitches. That's a different episode yeah, for that's a different, a different time. <laughs> that's a different episode for a different time, but just know that... I just want that good, good feeling. Like I know some people love getting to the point where they just pass out drunk and they're like, oh, I love hearing the stories. But for me, no, I want to, I want to know that I felt good during that time. So are you so, setting the tone for a future episode? Are you, so, are you asking me to get you high on that? I'm asking for our, I'm right asking now? for our listeners, wink, wink, that they, that, you know, what's the best way to, for them to approach that? Assuming that you're in a state where it is legal, do not put yourself in a prison situation, even though prison is great because they have free benefits and health care and all this great shit. But don't blame me. Blame your lawmakers, okay? So, I know I fucked up. I ate too much. People have told me you should have smoked it because it, it hits you slower than it does an edible. But then people have said, well, edibles help me sleep. They hit your bloodstream better and you get that perfect high where you just mellow out. So it's like, I guess finding that right amount is the key, I guess. And I would say, what's the best way to absorb it? Because obviously I had Rice Krispie, so I'm like munching and crunching. I heard there's gummy bears. Yeah, I mean, gummies, I would say if you're looking for a mellow high. Yeah, just mellow. I want, I want it to be safe for, not me, safe for our listeners, wink, wink, so that they can have a good time. Because we want to have a good time here. Yeah. We're all about having a fucking good time. <laughs> you know, it just... Like, some of you can watch a movie, play games, and it's like, fuck, man, like, this feels good. Like, or even just to sit down in your fucking toilet. I just want it to feel good. I, I would say for somebody that isn't ready to fucking take off to another planet for a couple hours or be Stephen Hawking out, because there's different highs. There's going to be mellow. There's going to be chill. <laughs> there's going to be other planet. And then there's going to be Stephen Hawking. Let's do chill. What's, what's the chill recommendation? What's the one thing that you can never go wrong? Like, dude, this is, this is chill. So I would say basically either like a gummy bear. Like how many? Like I would do one. Okay, perfect. I would just do one if I'm okay. um, Or the other option, I would say if somebody makes edibles, like... Maybe do like a quarter brownie or if somebody makes cookies, for example, maybe like the size of like fucking Chips Ahoy or something along those okay. lines. And just don't plan on going anywhere for about the next, <laughs> I don't know, fucking night. <laughs> um, there we go. Um, I would say if you're looking for a way to relieve stress, one, and also relieve your body aches because remember, mm. instead of smoking or inhaling it when you're ingesting it it goes into your bloodstream quicker so it's going to be more of a body high you're gonna basically completely from head to toe relax and you're gonna distance yourself from the shit that's ultimately happening in your life so i would say 
plan to do something that is enjoyable to you, whether that's a video game, whether that's a movie. I would say just for fucking. Does that or count? Fucking. Oh, fucking. Do you hear that? I mean, here's, here's another thing. Please wear a condom, people. Yeah. Here, All right. Here's another thing. Like, if it's a good high, sex while high is probably one of the most rewarding things. Wait, wait, wait. Do both do. partners need to be high to enjoy, or, or even by yourself? It's still. I mean, if you can, if you have a partner that's down to not to only get high with you <laughs> but also fuck you while high it leads to eye-opening experiences because there's even now there's even lubes that people can use sexually um that contains um certain properties of cannabis what so yeah you can oh my god that you can find cannabis in anything <laughs> these days so, i mean it uses different things than say like ingesting THC, but ultimately these properties, um, you can rub on your penis, you can rub Does the on FDA know about this shit? It's, it's <laughs> legitimate. This is shit that you can find in dispensaries. Whatever. Holy shit. Whatever your, whatever your definition of a good time is, this lube can be used vaginally. This, I mean, I wouldn't say orally because that's kind of weird to in basically ingest KY made with fucking oh cannabis properties. But I mean, if you're looking for just like a natural ahead. lube for either vaginal or anal sex, this lube is. So what, you, what you're telling me is I need to make a field trip to a dispensary soon record it or whatever and just just that's a oh my god i'm missing out i'm missing out on life you are missing out my friend holy shit oh my god it's a whole new world man <laughs> i was gonna talk about halloween candies but you know what we'll, we'll continue I, I the next time fucking yeah. trick entry i know dude oh i'm excited uh, <laughs> i think i think we'll we'll probably have another episode where if i manage to do it and i'll invite uh i'll invite our homeboy surge yeah. to come in i know he's a he's a he's a weed um um uh, I wouldn't say a weed entrepreneur. That makes you sound like a drug dealer. He's uh, definitely a connoisseur. He, there you go. He is a marijuana connoisseur. Like <laughs> I, I think this is a future episode once the lounge is fully set up and we can hear basically all the ambiance and basically we can create the picture. Hopefully this is something that could happen on on video too, even if it's on a, oh, a yeah. private feed. Um, and, the, and the best part is like for the gentleman that we're talking about, he actually does the uh, intro music for uh indie music lives here and he's also doing the uh he also he also does the intro music for my podcast right yes. here too as well so you can find you know what it's funny i always call him by his real name but what's his actual artist name um now he goes by capital g used to be known as soul beatbox but now there you go um, see he I goes under that's... capital g so you can find him at a soundcloud.com slash capital g and just know you replace the letter a with an x okay so it's a c-a-p I-T-X-L-G. Capital, or yeah, capital G. Kind of like, kind of like the, you know, Nine Inch Nails song, but you're going to replace that A with the X. Simple as that. Listen to stuff. Amazing, amazing music right there. And yes, he is a, uh, a wee patron. Yeah, uh, he's, <laughs> he's just a, he's a, a fun guy to hang out with, whether he's a... Oh yeah, he's he is. even without he's weed. He's just he's just so much yeah. fun to talk to. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that man. Uh, kind of miss him with the man bun. <laughs> 
that's totally like a weed or like a like a 420 status right there like I got the weed bone man I believe in peace I, was, I always wanted to grow one but I don't know if I could pull it off I mean I just hate having long hair in general but I just uh, only because my hair fucking comes out like, I, I grew up with, like, a mullet. I gotta, I gotta show you a picture one day, but I had a mullet growing up. Like, that's the only hairstyle that, when it does grow, it looks like that for some fucking reason. And, uh, I had a ponytail because I wanted to look like Steven Seagal back then, and now I regret it, because now it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, that guy's, that guy's, that guy's on another planet, and he doesn't smoke weed. And, <laughs> oh, man, but, yeah, it's good times, man, good times. I mean, bad times, but it was still a good story, good good times. I mean, I just remember being the hallways freaking out, and I'm more... You know, I, didn't even, I forgot to tell you guys, I was in my fucking Super Mario pajamas the whole time when that happened. So, yeah, that's probably why the doctor said you're going to go to prison because you look like that. You probably look like a bum. And I'm like over here, I'm like, hey, first of all, I went to college, all right? I graduated uh, salatorian, so I did pretty good for fucking potheads. So fuck you, doctor. Eat my fucking ass, piece of shit. Eat, drink my purple piss, you asshole. So for the first time, the same beast thing leveled up. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean I mean I guess everyone I mean it's up to you guys listen we're not advocating that you guys should do it this is just a story that happened to me I'm not saying you should be scared of it either I'm just saying you know do it at your discretion moderate it and if you have friends or family that family members that have done it or, or anything like that you know feel free to talk to them you know do your research uh, you know back then I had Google as well but it was too busy being ignorant so Guys, if you're obviously, uh, I think weed is 20 or yeah, marijuana is 21 and over. Uh, guys, just just make sure to do your research, make sure to talk to dispensaries. I guess it's, I'm assuming that now you got these people who can actually tell you this information and actually be legal to talk to you about it rather than, oh, it's weed, no, it's taboo, get the fuck out of here, like you're you're um, you're breaking the law type of thing. But no, uh, uh, it's gotten better, the world's getting better. And I'm pretty sure people are stressing out more than ever that they probably want to get into dispensaries and, and marijuana and such. So um, I guess on the next episode, we'll be talking about uh, holiday celebrations. Um, <laughs> didn't expect this, this this to come out in this episode, but that's the best, the best part about fickle morals. Uh, there's always something to talk about. There's always morality that, that occurs to it. And, you know, planet Earth is such a fickle place. I don't know how we function, but you know what? I guess we still do because with the power of positivity and I'm just going to keep talking and talking and talking and BS because I guess that's what fickle more is. It's a bunch of bullshit, but it's fun bullshit. It's fun to have bullshit in your life because bullshit makes the grass grow. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Fickle Morals. Um, you guys uh, remember, it's uh, this is n this is just a story. Remember, do things at your discretion. Don't hurt anybody. Uh, you know, love one another. And uh, you know, if you if you're already a fan of weed, you know, go ahead and have fun. And if you ever come to California, you can always make a trip out here. I guess where we live, we have like probably over ten thousand dispensaries now. So you know what, uh, you you can never not have a good time. Like you you got no excuse to not have a good time. So. Next time we share our fickle morals. Man, I gotta stop saying weed. Like, what do you say? Do you say weed, marijuana? Like, I know there's so many words, but I feel like sometimes police officers have always had like a terminology, diction, secret police dictionary about like 
words that are referred to marijuana so that you can concur like oh yeah it's marijuana they're totally talking about marijuana so you got reefer and all this dink and whatever all these words but like I think like they probably threw the dictionary out out the window because they said like well it's pointless because they know that it's legal and you can't you know see the game oh my god we're just gonna be the, the fickle marijuana podcast now <laughs> but like that's what I'm saying like is marijuana the actual terminology or what do you what do you call it I just want to know what do you call it there's herb there's fucking green there's dank but what do your friends call it? like what's the most common word because like I always say weed because it's funny because it's bad enough I have this annoying funny voice I'm like weed you want to smoke some weed marijuana like it, it's okay well that's still funny I guess but I'm just saying like weed like the word is it just it just rolls up funny but I'm saying like if you want to be serious I go to dispensary I want to do business I'm like hello my name is Basilio I would like to do a, a marijuana business with you like you know I would like to do weed business like I would like to partake in buying some plant from you too. there you go so plant cannabis right wait yeah. is that the word cannabis Cannab- cannabis is a good way to go some product Okay, perfect. So then there we go. We just learned something new today. Come out of age cannabis. So if I say weed, that's bad. That's no no. This was a Logan Agency production. For more, visit us at theloganagency.com. <laughs>